0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Figment of My Reality, where we talk about the true stuff that makes this big old world seem made up. I'm your first co-host, Jeremy Bales.
1: I'm your other co-host, Jason Wright. So, Jeremy, we did something interesting this week, right?
0: We sure did. We did a, uh, a podcast first for ourselves, and that's uh, we guested on another podcast.
1: Yep, we sure did.
0: The podcast was uh, Stadium Seats. It's basically a sports talk show. A uh, the guy there frizz gems and tay unfortunately we weren't able to catch an episode with uh gems but we talked to uh frizz and tay talked about our experience as athletes specifically in wrestling we talked about some of the topics they are you know favorite sports teams what it means to be athletes so you guys should all go check out stadium seats that's with frizz gems and tay
1: yeah definitely high energy Definitely enjoyable. It was fun to do.
0: Huge energy. Great intro and outro <laughs> music. They did it themselves.
1: We were getting pumped. We were ready Got to me amped. right there.
0: <laughs> I was about to go hit some bench press. I loved it.
1: <laughs> yeah, make sure you guys go check that out.
0: For sure. I'm going to take point on this week, Jason. Sounds good. So have you heard the phrase, you know, April showers bring May flowers? That's right. Uh, you've heard, you know, stories about fish falling from the sky. Have you heard about that one? hmm Right. Eating
1: cats and dogs.
0: Yeah, yeah, A bunch of different fun phrases. Uh, have you heard of the Kentucky meat shower?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't.
0: I, w- I wouldn't probably go Google this. <laughs> just it's probably
1: more of a local thing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and it's not, a, it's not a repeat festival. It's nothing like that.
1: Kind of sounds like a sexual thing. Gonna I didn't want to the go Kentucky there. That's why, meat <laughs> shower.
0: That's why I told the kids to don't don't Google this one. You know, there's all kinds of uh, lemon showers. You know, you don't do that. <laughs> so the Kentucky Meat Shower was an anomaly type event. It's not been recorded that this has happened since or before.
1: I sure hope it's not an annual thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's actually a weekly thing at my buddy's place. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, it's July second. Uh, we're <laughs> kind of late on the meat shower this year,
0: aren't we? <laughs> what meat are we showering in this year? <laughs> no, that's a, that's a different question. If you had to have, if you had to shower in a specific meat, what would it be and why?
1: It would be ground beef because I think any solid meat raining Just would knock me out.
0: <laughs> Just slapping.
1: <laughs> Could you imagine a, a good one and a half pound steak coming down and smacking you in the face? From the oh sky? my goodness
0: be done for
1: once it knocked you out you'd be on the ground just continuously getting pelted by me
0: <laughs> oh my goodness so in march 3rd of 1876 it actually rained meat in kentucky so it was pointed out by a woman named mrs crouch who at the time was reported to be making soap on the porch <laughs>
1: You say making soap or eating soap.
0: Well, <laughs> the report says making soap, but they might have just sort of glossed over that for her sake.
1: What was her name?
0: Mrs. Crouch.
1: Could you think of a more crotchety name? For somebody. <laughs> She's looking out the window all the time waiting for, just something, pissed. To happen, just just waiting for something to yeah. <laughs> happen. Just waiting
0: for something. I knew it was going to rain today. I didn't think it'd be this. <laughs> I told Billy I did. So Mrs. Crouch was making soap on her porch, right? Mm-hmm. And she heard this slapping sound. Just <laughs>
1: <laughs> A meat slap sound.
0: <laughs> don't Google, don't Google meat slap either, please. <laughs> 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 so she went out to investigate. She just
1: thought it was the neighborhood peeping Tom again.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness, Jess! Just... <laughs> so is she that
1: Tom, is that Tom slapped his meat out there again? <laughs>
0: Seems more uh more volume than typical.
1: <laughs> so,
0: oh my goodness!
1: He was like, he was like my outfit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Mrs. Crouch goes to investigate the slapping sound. Brave woman. Yeah. And she comes to find that around forty feet away from her, from her porch, and in the surrounding area, there's chunks of meat, or perceived to be meat falling from the sky. And this happened for several minutes, somewhere between like five and seven, 10 minutes maybe. I've gotten different reports.
1: A sprinkle of meat.
0: Yeah, a light sprinkling. (laughs) Not so much that I put my windshield wipers on, but enough to be annoying. (laughs) And they were coming down in two inch by two inch, like chunks Mm -hmm. and just hitting all around the area. And some of them were were said to be as big as four by four inches. So out of curiosity, Jason, a question from me to you. How well do you think you could identify meat by the taste?
1: Probably not as good as I think I would do. I mean, red red meat versus white meat, that would be easy. Sure. Um, I mean, I've never eaten a horse. I don't know. I I don't know if I'd be able to identify that. Fair. Um, Maybe lamb. Lamb has a pretty distinct taste.
0: Okay. So two unidentified brave souls decided to go out and try some of this meat. Because they wanted to know the story behind.
1: Well, I, I know who, I probably know who those people are, or at least what they're like. They're go like ahead. The 90% of the people that I grew up around who would go out okay. and pick up some roadkill <laughs> down in the boonies.
0: It's free dinner.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> dinner and a show, right?
1: I mean, you get in any rural area, you got some wild people don't pick up any meat they find and take it home.
0: So there, there's some differing opinion. Between these two unidentified men, they gave a little taste to it. Hmm, what's this? One of them said, deer. The other one claimed it was lamb. Did they cook it? Undisclosed. <laughs> I just picture two
1: savages walking out and picking up a, a two-inch by two-inch cube and popping it in their cheek.
0: I would it love it. <laughs> That's exactly how I pictured it as well. It's just like a couple guys walking up to Mrs. Crouch's farm. Hey there, Mama Crouch. How's it going? Got some meat coming down. I don't know what it is. Now, hold on. Let me give it a... They, mm. they take out the <laughs> chewing tobacco so they can gnaw on this raw meat. That's exactly right. So one says deer, one says lamb. So that's not enough opinions. So they seek out the opinion of a local hunter. This hunter comes up presumably does the same thing hey how's it going meat falling from the sky let me let me give it a whirl
1: he thinks it's people
0: he thinks it's bear meat (laughs) (laughs) there were some people who claimed it was some human meat others said it was just a sign from god that this uh, meat was falling from the sky whether it was a sign of providence or a sign of the lord being upset nobody really could put their finger on that i
1: wouldn't jump there
0: no i don't think i would either think some natural phenomenon's freaking me out. So about three months later, after this event, several scientists gathered some of their intel, thought they had the source of what this meat could be. And they thought it was some sort of congealing jelly that happens when the characteristics in the sky meet certain things that allow sort of a, quote, shower of quivering flesh. Ugh. Yeah, there were some other people who didn't really agree with that. <laughs> Again, thought it was a sign Probably from God. Probably the people who ate it. They're like, no, this is this is healthy beef. <laughs> Where's the beef? I found it it's in Kentucky. No, no. <laughs> oh, man. But more recently, it has come to the sort of the agreed upon reasoning behind it is that in Kentucky, there are two specific breeds of vultures who have a tendency to projectile vomit. Ugh. <laughs> Tasty, right? <Ugh. laughs> it makes the story even better. <laughs> So the, the idea is that these two breeds of vultures, projectile vomit, as either a defense mechanism or as a method to make themselves lighter con- to continue flight. So the idea mm-hmm. is that as they were flying over Mrs. Crouch's farm, they were like, mm, getting a little hefty. I'm getting a little tired. Let me just puke a little bit.
1: <laughs> to make it rain for five minutes, though, they must have been circling. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> we're just supposed to, hey, Jimmy, hold on. I can't let me hold on. <laughs>
1: They're flying around with like, damn, Mrs. Crotch has that damn peeping tom there again. Let's try to help her out and get rid of him.
0: Trying to nail him with chunks of flesh. Uh-huh. But I, I also like considering that, and then those people ate it. So that's also fun yeah. to think about.
1: No, it isn't fun to think about. So a couple of folks so ate
0: regurgitated vulture puke.
1: What would you do if you liked it though? Would you start hunting vultures down?
0: No, I'd be Just like, God, God, a please make it rain meat again. <laughs> You're like,
1: walking under vultures for miles trying to just catch it in your bucket to take off. You
0: just see like this outlaw looking dude riding a horse like chasing something. Like, sir, what are you after? The vulture meat. <laughs> you know, once you get the taste of it, you you, you hunger for only that and nothing else. <laughs> yeah, that is, the, that is the current consensus is that vultures basically puked in front of Mrs. Crouch's farm. Three to four people came, tasted it, said it all tastes like something else. When in actuality, it was regurgitated.
1: Probably rotten meat. Most Probably likely rotten meat from vultures. Yeah. Oh, gosh.
0: That's disgusting. I read Very that and I, would, cause I, I was coming across these, you know, looking for different stories to tell. I was like, oh, it, it rained meat. I've heard about the story where like fish eggs got hydri- like hydrated at high altitudes and it rained fish. How would it rain meat? Oh, that's real gross. <laughs>
1: yeah i thought you were gonna say it came out of an airplane drop or something
0: and it was actually dookie (laughs) it was like like that and along with frozen urine from the astronauts that's good Hey guys, I just wanted to read another review in our intermission. This one comes from ISW777. Sounds like a lucky number. He said, great listen, original stories and hilarious commentary on unique historical happenings. Listening to this podcast will help you appreciate underreported stories and make you want to share the random history behind blank. The hosts have a great feel for each other. Thanks, ISW777. Appreciate the review.
1: We're a podcast about two parents and their kid going on a quest for good shows. No, we're a podcast about two parents who are trapped in their own living room and we have to endure time and space. Yep, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Rich. I'm Natalie. And this is Not Suitable for Adults. Take 30 or 40 minutes out of your day to listen to us speak calmly and wisely to you about the best and the worst of kids' TV shows today. And movies. And movies. So join us as we sit in our living room and talk about the things we don't want to watch. And some things we do want to watch. Yeah, it's not all bad. Some of it's good. Some of it. Bye. Bye. Okay, so I have a story that's shares some similar veins as yours, as How? talking about talking about some mummies here, so that's some more like <laughs> rotted flesh type you. stuff we're talking about.
0: Fair play. Um, fair play.
1: But so we're looking at some archaeologists in Alexandria, Egypt, where you would expect to find some mummies. So while these archaeologists found this very old, huge tomb. Pitch black, made of granite. They estimated it weighed about 30 tons.
0: Oh my gosh! And a ton's what? Two two thousand pounds?
1: Yep. So sixty thousand pounds. And they think it's about two thousand years old, and it's completely unmarked, just black.
0: Scary. <laughs> that, that that's an immediate turnoff if I'm an archaeologist. <laughs> mm, don't like it as a curse.
1: <laughs> and that's exactly what people thought when they found it. People were worried about that a curse would be unleashed if they opened it. People were worried about this tomb and what would happen. Sure. They ended up, they did open it.
0: Stupid. Dumb.
1: (laughs) And no, no curse happened. The world didn't end. We're still here. Jason,
0: do you know what's happening right now?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. true. This did happen in uh, 2018. Maybe it's a, uh, a long, steady curse in it's it for a the delay. long game <laughs> but one of the people that was skeptical about it being cursed
0: now has the coronavirus
1: <laughs> he was one of the first people to open up and he actually was the first person to like he stuck his head in to see what was in there what, and, <laughs> what an idiot <laughs> Dude. and he said uh thank goodness nothing's f- fell in the darkness i'm okay no curse everybody's
0: gonna be fine." he comes out and he's just the face of the mummy. <laughs> Everything's good, guys.
1: So they open it up. They examine what's in there. It's three skeletons, no mummy wraps. They they think it's two males and a female. One of them has a hole in the skull from a surgery. They okay. think it it's a uh, form of the very first surgeries that were ever done, where they would drill holes into people's head to alleviate anywhere from headaches to brain swelling.
0: Right. Yeah, it's logic at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This guy uh the guy who put his head in, he probably could use a hole in his head it might improve the situation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, pretty cool interesting stuff so far. Find this really old tomb, three skeletons in it. One of them had a surgery done to him, which is wild. I get the feeling
0: this isn't your apex of the story, Jason.
1: But in but in this tomb, there's also this really red goopy liquid and they think it is what dissolved the mummy wraps it's so acidic and vile pretty much that it it just like over time disintegrated everything but these skeletons that were in this tomb that's gross dude it is very gross and usually when something like this happens and there's some type of curse or gross thing there's some idiots that come along and stick their head in holes (laughs) and of course some idiots came and they wanted to drink this
0: juice They thought it would give him the mummy powers.
1: The person heading up this endeavor is McKendrick. They only have a last name here, McKendrick. And he started a petition to drink this mummy juice. And the whole point of him wanting to drink this mummy juice is to bring darkness and the end of the world. Instacult. (laughs) He thinks... Instacult. (laughs) Instacult.
0: Just add water, just add mummy juice, and you got Instacult. (laughs) So he wants to drink this mummy juice to end
1: the world. And I don't know how, I don't know where you get that. And he's quoted saying he feels that drinking the mummy juice will fulfill the promise of darkness and the end of the world. Who's promising that drinking this red mummy juice is going to end the world? The archaeologists who dug it up. He gave him five bucks, you go, hey, <laughs> hey, I'll bet you something. And the really dumb thing about it is it's not even mummy juice. They looked at it and they figured out it's sewer water that <gasps> made its way into this thing. So he won he's making a oh. petition to drink old rotten sewer water that's been laying in. With Let, three him dead Let him drink it. Let him <laughs> drink it. Fucking
0: so, nasty, dude.
1: So <laughs> So, McKendrick is a video game producer. How do you think he'd want to drink this? You think he just wants to go up there with a straw?
0: Talking about Mountain Dew, baby.
1: He wants to take what he calls the cursed dark sarcophagus mummy juice and infuse it into a carbonated energy drink.
0: Told you. <laughs> yeah. no, no guess, no prizes. What a freak. What a bunch yeah. of freaks.
1: How many people do you think signed this petition to turn this
0: mummy juice into an energy drink? It's going to be an unfortunately high number. The same same number of people who wanted to raid Area 51. Can I guess that exact number? I don't know what that number is. I don't but either. It is,
1: but it is a lot. Over 34,000 people signed the
0: petition. Piss off. That's so That's so stupid. Oh. <laughs> Wait, is it? Did they sign it after they knew what it was? I'm sure they
1: did. At the time of the article being written, it was a few weeks after they discovered what it was and they knew what the liquid was. And they said there were still people signing the petition. So there could have been more people that ended up signing this. But at the time that this article was made, 34,000 people signed it and it was still going.
0: Here's what I'll say. I wouldn't sign it until I knew it was sewage water. And I'd be like, yeah, dude, you need to drink that. You freak. Because you deserve to drink sewage water as a person.
1: Yeah, and I just don't get where this is coming from. Like, what promise of finding this random tomb with sewage water in it? Who promised drinking that's going to bring the end of the world? And how would it bring the end of the world? Is it going to turn him into a giant monster or something?
0: Yeah, is the, the thing from underneath. <laughs> <laughs> he becomes sewage monster, obviously. What, a, <laughs> what? He turns into that big Garbo Pokemon.
1: <laughs> just <laughs> ruins the world.
0: Or Garbo, Man. <laughs> Dude, people are... Mm, what, here, here you go, Jason. Here's a would-you-rather. hmm Would you rather consume three 16-ounce cans of mummy juice distilled into energy drink or for three meals out of the day, would you like to have uncooked, regurgitated vulture vomit
1: vulture vomit
0: 10 times out of 10 that is vulture the correct vomit. answer if you did I don't not think answer, it would kill me i think the mummy juice would kill me if you did not answer the, the vulture vomit then you need to reevaluate life choices
1: but you you would think who's signing this petition right I'm sure there's some serious people out there signing it that really thought that this mummy juice needed to be drank, but there are other people on the other side of the spectrum who signed the petition and with their signature, left a, left a message on the petition. Oh, let's said, go. Yum, yum, magic mummy power in my tum tum. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm on that guy's team. I'm on magic, magic mummy power in my tum
0: tum team. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. That is the best comment. <laughs> oh, my. Wow. Do you have any other comments? Are there any I don't. Other, are there any other goodies? like little gold gems in there?
1: <laughs> uh, I don't want to dig past the best one. You know, once you find <laughs> I don't want to push my luck too much.
0: Yeah, it's all disappointment after that, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but as far as I know, nobody got to drink the mummy juice. <laughs> but it just goes to show, like, it, if a situation comes up where somebody can do something really stupid gonna there's somebody it. out there that's gonna do it
0: <laughs> yum yum <laughs> that is to oh, die man. for that is i hope i mean almost literally i guess people are absolutely unhinged like imagine try like try to put yourself in whatever headspace it would take to be like oh cool archaeologists found mummies okay fair enough is there any
1: juice in there I can drink? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sick. Anything I
0: can make Mountain Dew out? Of? <laughs> like,
1: Gosh, not. Gosh, there's only there's only ten flavors of Mountain Dew. We need another one.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the you know how they have those votes for like uh like the midnight purple, the live mm-hmm. wire, all that stuff, and in this summer, mummy power, rage. <laughs> <laughs> maniac. <laughs>
1: Oh, my goodness. How crazy is it that we have another pair of similar stories?
0: Yeah, that's that's stupid. Also, what else is stupid is, in my mind's eye, I put this back in the time period that my story was at. This was two years ago. (laughs) This was two two years ago. (laughs) What animal. (laughs) That's it for this week's episode. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review as it helps us out a ton. Share it with somebody. you know. Let them know that we're talking about some really fun stories here. If you're interested in contacting us with uh, a story you guys know or a story that's happened to you, please feel free to reach out to us at our social medias. Our handles on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram is at Fig of my Reality, and our email is at figmentofmyreality at gmail.com.
1: You got that fact for us?
0: Yes, sir. Uh, this week's piece of reality is the Anglo-Sanzibar War. Lasted 38 minutes, and as of now, it is the world's shortest war. Nice. I'm Jaron Bales, and I'm Jason Wright. Talk to you next week.